Moncrief on News Talk. The Israeli government has approved a temporary ceasefire which will allow humanitarian aid to enter the Gaza Strip as well as the release of hostages and prisoners, one of whom we're just hearing uh, is Irish. The deal was brokered by Qatar. So why Qatar? We're joined by Senator and former Army Officer Tom Clonan. Afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon, Sean. It seems like Qatar has been doing a lot of this recently, that they want to kind of somehow promote themselves as the diplomatic nation. Yeah, so the Emir of Qatar um, has allowed Hamas, their leadership, to to act to be active and to reside and to you know live openly in Doha um, for quite some years now. And in fact, on Al Jazeera, which is Qatari based, you, you'll often see interviews with uh, senior Hamas figures. And I suppose you know there's echoes of back in the day when we when we had the broadcasting ban on members of the the provisional IRA, mm. uh, and so now I'm not comparing Hamas to the provisional IRA. Yeah, absolutely clear about that. I'm just talking about the dynamic of them being allowed to operate openly. Um, so so and and this really brought uh, Qatar into disrepute. So between 2017 and 2021, Qatar was blockaded by Saudi Arabia. United Arab Emirates, Egypt and Bahrain, because they really disapproved of their, I suppose, sponsorship or tolerance of, mm. of Hamas, the group. But the fact that they were there, um, they, they were able to open up a line of communication. And my understanding is that this was a very, very difficult process, uh, which has allowed this this great news um, to emerge and including it is it is reported that Emily Hand, the little uh, Israeli-Irish girl, whom we all thought was dead and then knew she was abducted, but nobody knew whether she was alive or had survived that abduction uh, into into Gaza. So, you know, it's, it's a great development because my hope is that the ceasefire that hopefully will flow from that, that it'll give everybody a space and a pause to get aid and, you know, into the, into the Palestinians. There's 2.2 million Palestinians trapped in there, innocent men, women and children, and over 5,000 uh, Palestinian children dead now uh, mm. in this in this uh, appalling uh, indiscriminate campaign against against Gaza. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we're at. But I mean, I hope that now that this uh, line of communication is open, that it may allow for further negotiation and possibly a, a permanent ceasefire. That would that would be my own subjective hope. Uh, well, indeed, everybody would hope for that. Uh, but just sticking with uh, Qatar though for a minute, what's in it? Why is Qatar doing this? Well, it, it's kind of complicated. Um, so the, the, there's the local conflict, if you could call it that, between Israel and Hamas. And, you know, the Palestinian people are paying a price for this, as were the 1,200 Israelis who were murdered uh, on, on October the 7th. So there's that local conflict. Then you have a, a regional conflict because Hamas are backed by Iran and supplied by Iran they also supply Hezbollah just north of the border with Israel. And all of the Gulf states, uh, inclu- you know, notwithstanding the differences between Saudi and the Qataris, all of the Gulf states fear Iran. And mm-hmm. they're very, very nervous of um, Iran going nuclear. And they're also very hostile to the fact that since the invasion of Iraq, Iran has become emboldened and more powerful. This was an unanticipated outcome of the invasion and then subsequent 
dog's dinner that was the occupation and destruction of, of Iraq. So the Iranians now have an axis of influence, a Shia axis of influence that stretches from Tehran through Baghdad in Iraq, through Damascus and Syria, right across to Beirut and the Mediterranean with Sheikh Nasrallah. And, and the Shias in Islam have always been the underdogs and have been treated appallingly by, by Sunni Muslims in, in, in some of those countries. So now the Iranians are in the ascendancy. So the Gulf states, which are predominantly Sunni, as are the, the Palestinians, have put aside their differences because of their common shared enemy. And they, and they would they would put aside their differences with Israel too uh, in order to, um, I suppose, face off what they see as the emerging and growing threat of Iran in the mm. region. Uh, but w- do you think Iran would be emboldened enough to escalate this, you know, itself, as in get involved directly in it rather than get involved in it through proxies? I think Iran could very easily instruct Hezbollah to open up a second front uh, against um, Israel, northern Israel. And that's where we have Irish troops, uh, yeah. the United Nations Interim Force in Lebanon. We've, we've Irish troops in the Golan Heights as well. And the reason why I say that is because for the first time, Iran now has a, effectively a land corridor from its own territory right through to Lebanon, and they can resupply and reinforce um, Hezbollah a- almost indefinitely. And that would be a proxy war. And I think, uh, given the performance of um, Hezbollah during what they call uh, a summer offensive a number of years back, where they inflicted quite a lot of casualties on the Israelis, Hezbollah is now in a position where they, they, they could give, t- give Israel a serious uh, problem. And that's why the Americans have sent two aircraft carrier groups into the eastern Mediterranean. They've also sent a marine expeditionary force, which is troops ready to deploy and actually fight on the ground if Iran gets involved in that way. So, and, and as to whether Iran would or not, well, you just have to look at Iran's behavior because past behavior is the best predictor of what's going to happen next. Iran has been Russia's principal ally and supporter in the war in Ukraine, supplying them with weapons, drones, and God knows what. So, uh, you know, and they also were principal allies of Russia in their support for the Assad regime during the, the Syrian war. So we've got, you know, Russia is benefiting from this conflict in, in Gaza. Mm. And Putin will, will be delighted with the what he would see as the diminution of our strategic stockpiles of weapons that are being used to destroy Gaza and Gaza City and now Khan Yunus. China will just break out the popcorn and watch everybody, you know, pummel each other. Um, but in right down to the, the, the negotiations themselves, like Biden has been criticised a great deal, but Biden has taken a personal interest in these negotiations. And he has instructed his Middle East coordinator, Brett McGurk, to physically travel to Doha to meet the Emir, to just short of meeting Hamas themselves, to broker this deal. And my understanding is that they did a trial run, first of all, to see if if this would work. And so if you recall, back on the 23rd of October, a couple of weeks back, the Americans secured the release of, of two hostages Natalie and Julie Rannan, if you recall the, the very famous images of them, you know, shaking hands with their captors, the, the mm. Hamas captors as they were handed over. So once that uh, hostage deal had, had gone right through and Hamas were able to prove evidence of life and that they could actually deliver, that's when these negotiations began in earnest to get the 50 out. And my understanding is that Netanyahu has been a major 
um, how will I put it, has been a negative influence in this, that he's been very, very vituperative, uh, refused to allow any kind of humanitarian ceasefires, and then eventually relented under pressure from Biden to has to have what he calls tactical pauses, the cynical phrase. Mm. Um, and Netanyahu delegated negotiation here. He didn't get involved himself. So he delegated uh, authority on, it, it is reported, to the head of Mossad, um, David Barnea, and his counterpart, the head of the CIA, uh, Bill Burns, was involved as well. So you can see the, the, the kind of players, but this is really um, being driven by the United States. And I, I mean, m- my hope would be that with the pressure they can bring to bear, I mean, they do not want to be, to be going to war in the Middle East right now. Yeah. Not notwithstanding the fact that they've committed those troops and they've committed those aircraft carrier groups. Um, but if Israel at the end of this ceasefire commence, recommence the killing, and that's what it is because they're in breach of Article 51 of the Geneva Conventions, then I think Iran will say enough is enough and Hezbollah will get involved. And, and I just want to say, because there's been so much criticism of, of any analysis of this situation, like Hamas are the same as Islamic State, they're the same as uh, Al-Qaeda, they're a Wahhabi, Salafist, extremist Sunni group whose aim is the destruction of Israel and the, and the creation of an, of an international caliphate. They don't value human life. They're, you know, they're genocidal, but they're explicitly so. So I'm not an apologist for Hamas in any of this analysis or explanation. But my hope would be that, you know, we can do something to help the 2.2 million innocent Palestinian men, women and children that are trapped in this absolute. And it is apocalyptic. The, the word, I mean, with the lack of water, electricity, fuel, children dying in incubators, people being taken off life support because of a lack of power. This is, you know, we're watching uh, an event that will go down in infamy in history. And I think people will t- look back at this time and look very carefully at the words of their and, and their actions of their leaders. And I think Ursula van der Leyen's trip to uh, Tel Aviv brought her and the commission into disrepute. And I have to say, I, w- I wouldn't be normally saying things like this, but I'm actually proud of our Taoiseach and our Taunish to both uh, Leo Varadkar and, and Michal Martin for the moral leadership they've given. And it shows how important it is for Ireland to maintain its neutral, independent, objective voice and to be peacemakers in the world. Mm. Tom, thanks a million. As ever, uh, Senator Tom Clonan there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.